Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, July 3, 2020. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. Happy Jolina Day. Jolina. Jolina. It's July. Holy. We made it to the middle of the year. What's going on, everyone? Uh, so today, I actually have a topic, believe it or not. Oh, praise the Lord, JC. You finally came up with a topic. Actually, it wasn't me. Uh, shout out to Daniel or Daniel. I don't know. He's got the little E, the little thing over the E in his name. The little, what do you call that? The thing that the Spanish people use. So Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. I don't know. Thank you for, uh, actually, he gave me a lot of suggestions. See, I told you, I told you if you message me on the podcast, Instagram, I'll, I'll most likely reply unless you're an asshole. And Daniel is definitely not an asshole. Okay, so we're going to talk about uh, a few topics today. But before we dive into that, I just want to say that I feel like shit again. Why? You did it again, JC. I, I ate like seven cookies right now. Why? Why did you buy cookies? I didn't buy cookies. They were sent to me. And I told you I have that issue. I don't know if it's because I have issues with closure or something. But if there's food there in front of me, it's like it's calling out my name. It's saying, JC... Eat me. Put me in your mouth, daddy. You know? And I just can't help but indulge. Indulge indul- indulge in the request. Uh, so I got these cookies from uh, Ooey Gooey. It's a place called Ooey Gooey. Uh, O-O-E-Y-G-O-O-I-E, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, shout out to them. Good stuff. Good cookies, man. You know, when when I review food, I don't know what I'm talking about. Like I just say, is it good or is it not good? Does it taste like something or does it, you know, that's all I can really say. I don't really know anything about the texture or the, the, the consistency. I don't know any of that shit. I just like, if I like it, I'll tell you I like it and I think you should get it. So should you get ooey gooey cookies? I think you should. I really think you should. Great stuff. Uh, which one did I like best? Uh, there was this OG cup. It, it was like a, a cup cookie. It looked like our, you know, those Reese's peanut butter cups. It was that shape with, with, a, with two marshmallows on top. Mmm. Yummy. I like marshmallows, by the way. Do you guys know that? I, I, I love the, uh, the, the, what's that? The one with the, co- the colorful one? <sighs> you gotta Google it. There's like a, a famous brand of marshmallows and then they have like colorful ones. Those are good. Anyway, so I had those cookies. I also w- recently watched a bunch of throwback movies, Idle Hands, which I think I talked about in the last podcast. Uh, was all right. Wasn't very good. <laughs> I also got um, some movies. It's not on Netflix, so figure it out. <laughs> I got Rookie of the Year. I also got Little Big League. So these are both baseball movies. I don't know if any of you have ever watched them, but they are classic '90s kids movies. I also got Kung Fu. I don't know uh, Beverly Hills Ninja, which I haven't watched yet. And also, what the heck? Small Soldiers, which I didn't watch either. I was supposed to, but I got caught up in Warzone. Speaking of Warzone, in like four days, bro. I'm kind of sad. I'm trying to work on my, my skills. And I think I'm, I'm getting better, but I'm so inconsistent. I haven't won a game of Warzone 
in a few days. But also, I haven't been playing with the squad that I've been playing with in a few days either. So that's probably that. I guess that just shows the importance of teamwork makes the dream work. <sighs> Anything else I want to share with you before I delve into the, the topic of the day? <clears throat> I have this weird smell in my refrigerator. I don't know if that's newsworthy. But I have, you know, because I've been cooking a lot. So I get raw, you know, raw beef, raw chicken. And I, I, I leave the raw beef in the non-freezer part the day before I cook it. So that, you know, it's defrosted by the next day. But that smell has stuck there. So I don't know if you guys have any tips on how to clear out the smell. In the U.S., there, there's like dryer sheets that you can use that you just put in there. But here, they don't really sell that. And the, the one time I did check at SNR, that shit was like... 10 times the the price that I would pay for pay for it. So uh, let me know if there's a good way to is it like baking powder, baking soda rather? Do I just put it in there? Is there something that can can I spray Febreze or Lysol in there? I don't I feel like that would be dangerous, right? To the food, but I don't really have any food in there. So maybe. Let me know. Let me know. Okay. Uh is there anything else? Anupaba. Anupaba. I ha- I interviewed a uh, fashion designer uh and stylist named Happy Andrada. You could probably look her up on Instagram. She got a lot of followers. Happy is like uh, be- you know, because I'm happy. And then her last name is Andrada. And that was uh yesterday and we talked a lot about the fashion world. She's talking we were talking about the industry. Actually what really um what caught my eye was the, or caught my ears rather, because it's an interview, uh, was because she does she designs a lot of wedding dresses and prom dresses, and obviously because of Rona, all that shit has been postponed. But she was talking about intimate weddings, like people are having intimate weddings now, like I guess groups of blah blah blah, maybe six or seven. And it always made me wonder. I think that all weddings should be intimate in general, because I've hosted a lot of weddings. I actually, and I think I made it my thoughts very clear on this in a Hala Hala show. I don't know why they need a host for a wedding, right? I mean, I get it. You want it to be fun. Unless you get like a host comedian. Cool. But somebody who just does the program flow like what I do. Sometimes I'm like, why the hell am I doing this? Why can't just a family member just do this? Does it really matter? Do you need a, a professional host to do it? I know I'm shitting on my, my career line right now. I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud. Do I think it's dumb? No. I mean, I think I can make a wedding fun. I think that's my job, and I think I do it well. But I also think, can't somebody else do it that you don't have to pay this amount of money, you know? I don't know. I guess I guess. Uh, on the other end of things, I've had to host um, stuff for family members, and sometimes I'm there wishing, like, fuck, I wish I could just enjoy the day and not have to work. So maybe that's the reason why they hire a host, because they don't want to use a family member and they miss out on the experience of it all. But but uh, back to the back to the original thing, like intimate weddings. Do you really need that many people? Do you do you really? I mean, okay, so you have the bride, you have the groom, you have the parents of the bride and groom, assuming they're both there. You have the parents of the bride and the you have the parents and of the uh, the groom as well. So, oh wait, I just said that the bride and groom. So the parents of the bride and groom. So that's oh bride and groom parents two and two. So that's six, uh, two four yeah six. So that's six people. And let's say let's say they're brothers and sisters. Uh, for Filipino family, okay, let's just say maybe four. Okay, so that's ten. 
and then uh and then maybe the 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 other the brighter the groom also has four so let's let's 14 let's average it out let's just say 15 and then maybe your best friend your bestie who's probably the best man and then maid of honor best you know best bestie of the the wifey so that's 17 maybe three friends like how many close friends do you really have be be honest be honest with me really you telling me you have 20 close i'd say maybe at max you have five okay let's say you have five so that's around 20 people already if you want to invite your cousins, they better be your like your brotherly cousin, you know, cousins that you talk to all the time. I don't have any siblings, so my cousins are like my brothers. I just feel like you don't need a hundred plus. All every wedding I've hosted has like a hundred to two hundred people. It's like what the fudge. But I will say that I went to Alvin's wedding, which I talked about on this podcast, and that shit was dope. That was the best wedding I've ever been to, the most fun wedding, and he hosted it himself, Alvin. Um, damn, what a great wedding. But other than that, other weddings, I'm like, what are you? And then the people just leave. You know what I mean? Like after the reception, after dinner, they'll, they'll stay maybe for like the first dance. And then they'll, they'll, you know, they'll do that thing where they, they walk up to you kind of pretending to be like shy and they'll do that like a uh, head nod, like, huh? and then it's kind of like an acknowledgement. Like, yeah, thank you for inviting me. I'm just going to leave now. You know what I mean? You know, you know, you've done it probably, right? You've probably been to a wedding that you weren't even close to the bride and groom. So you celebrate with them, you congratulate them, probably take a picture, and then later on in the evening you, you make eye contact with the with the groom and you're like you nod your head and then he already knows he's like, Oh, this fucker that I paid for food and, and, and drinks and, and this and this venue is leaving. But I'll have to say, Oh, thank you for coming. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm just a hater right now. Um, yeah, man. I feel like if any wedding has more than 50 people, that shit is too crazy. Like, why? You don't need that many weddings. The way the people at the wedding, rather. 50 people. I can't, I can't even name. Okay. If I, I, I'll give you a challenge right now. And I, if you can name me 50 people in, in succession in the span of, let's say, I mean, how long does it take? Uh, a minute? Two minutes? In two minutes, without, without, you know, looking up Facebook or something, Write down 50 names of people you want at your wedding. You can't come up with it. You'll come up with maybe 20. 30 at most. So, you lang. <laughs> Save money. <laughs> okay, I think that's it. I think that's my the recap of my life at the moment. Uh, we have Halo Halo Mix number 75, I think, out right now. Go check that out. Fuck, man. Am I going to eat anything for the rest of the day? I do this thing where if I overeat on something, I'll starve myself till like the next day and then i'll weigh myself and if i like the number i'll just do it all over again if i don't like the number then i'll eat healthy it's such a bad cycle do not i know i've lost weight and people have been complimenting me and stuff which i i appreciate but do not do not do not do what i do don't don't be that don't be that what do you call that i don't even know the term it's like yeah anyway just just don't do what i do okay (laughs) Topic at hand. Okay, thank you, Daniel. 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 He gave me a few topics. Actually, I want to read, uh, if it's okay with you, Daniel, because no one knows your last name anyway. Uh, he actually sent me a message first. He said, first of all, I super appreciate it when you talk about sexual stuff. Oh, that's bastos. Okay, here he says, okay, hear me out. Because you talk about it in the most real and genuine way and funny way. Like when you describe something related to sex. I'm like, oh, nga, no. 
I'm not the only one lang pa pala na naka-notice. This is in line... Oh, who's the other people? I don't know. <laughs> this is in line sa part na nag-mention ka about jacking off. Oh, my God. And after holding it for so long and you're like, oh, shit, yeah. That's that uh, that mental clarity. You know what I mean? Yeah, so here's a... There, you know, there's this advice uh, that I see going around the internet and stuff. Uh, like if you ever gonna, if you ever consider doing something wrong, let's say you're in a relationship and you're thinking of, you know, someone's temptate, there's a temptation, there's a temptress or a, is temptress only for female? Cause women can get tempted too. But you know, there's like a temptress or a temp, temper man. <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh man, should I, should I, but I already am seeing this other person. If you do the nasty, if you do it by yourself, you know, if you, if you, if you pleasure yourself, once you're done, Usually, most time, more often than not, there's this mental clarity. You're, it's like you're, the fog in your head clears and you're like, what the hell was I thinking? I can't believe I was considering doing that because I was, you know, horny. It's just like, I guess it's like an animalistic nature that, you know, once you fulfill the urge, it goes away. Not all the time, but, you know, I'm just saying. Anyway, um, he said that I'd be fit for the cast of Ask the Feels on Utah, YouTube. YouTube? I don't know what that is, but I'll have to look it up. They said they don't post anymore, but they answer sex-related questions. Okay. It says here, in one of your podcasts, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> you were asking for ideas. I was hoping to hear about your cinema working day. So cinema or movie theater. He said he never got to hear about this. I feel like I've talked about it on the Hala Hala show, but if you solely listen to this podcast, which I think is weird because I feel like most of you are Hala Hala fans, right? But if you're not, go listen to it. So I guess I'll do it for the the fans who haven't listened to all the Hala Hala episodes talking about uh, my time at the cinema. So let me paint you a mental image, okay? Go to Google Images right now and type Edwards Mira Mesa. Edward, like Cullen, Edwards, put an S at the end, and then Mira, M-I-R-A, and then space Mesa, M-E-S-A. Then go to Google Images. You will see the theater. It's Edwards, Mira Mesa, IMAX, and something, 18. Uh, so there's 18 theaters there. Now let me let me let's take a dive into the past. Okay, the year was 2010. I know this because the first movie that I got hired for. So usually a bunch of new hires happens during two things: the summer because a blockbuster blockbuster movies, and uh, the second is or B is during the winter because uh, December Christmas movies, right? So I got hired. Hold on, I I, I know this because. The first movie, hold on, Alice in Wonderland, the one with Johnny Depp, the first one, 2010. Uh, when was the release date? March. So I got hired actually in a in a weird spot. Uh, it wasn't December and it wasn't June, which is summer there. It was in March. So I got hired kind of in the middle, and I and it's it's rare. The reason being was that people thought that Alice in Wonderland was going to be like this huge deal. And it made good, I think it made okay money because they did make a sequel, but it wasn't like the blockbuster that people anticipated it to be. So that's when I got hired at the movie theater, March of 2010. The first movie, the big movie that I worked was Alice in Wonderland. Of course, there were other movies coming out at the time, but that was the marquee lineup movie of, the, of, that, of that week, of that month. I got hired with a few people. Uh, who are actually my close friends, uh, George Dedrick, uh, also Laura and Jill and, and Ariel. I'm not close with those ladies, but we got hired together. 
And the first thing that you do when you work in a movie theater... Oh, actually, let me answer your question. I know I know the question that's on your mind already is, do you get free movies? I will tell you, yes, we do. Unlimited. To an extent. To an extent. Okay. So here's how the free movies work before I delve into my work at the movie theater. The free movie tickets, we actually are allowed two free movie tickets a day. Two a day. However, you know, sometimes you want to bring your family... So, medyo may may paraan lang yun eh. Parang ano, discard lang. You, you bring him in, you get two tickets, and then if you're close with the management, you kind of just say, hey, I'm gonna just bring my family in. Even though we're not really supposed to, it's kind of cool. It's cool. Especially if the movie's not busy. The only issue is if you bring a group of people and you're trying to watch like the first day, opening day of, of Avengers or something. And that, yun lang yung ano, may, ano, may issue. That's where you might get in trouble. But no, other than that, Free movie. So, I know the other question. Did you take dates there? Yes, I did. It was free movies. I also, I also, uh, that was my, uh, that was my, I, I would say my pickup line. <laughs> so, at the movie theater, there would be a lot of pretty girls. But, of course, when pretty girls are at the movie theater, who are they with? They're with their family or they're with their boyfriend, right? So, there were times when there would be a pretty girl. And you'd be like, okay, where's her boyfriend? So, you, you know, you're scoping out the area. You're looking. You're checking her out because she's playing at the arcade. Because we had a little arcade there. I don't know why. Like, there's a little arcade. It's a shitty arcade, too. It was such a bad arcade. The tokens would always break. But, you know, you you look. And then you see, oh, she's with her little brother. Oh, my God. And then you ask. And then, if you know, if they happen to come out later, you say, hey, well, how was the movie? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And then you say, you want to watch another one? <laughs> uh, good times. Anyway, um, so, yeah, free movies. Uh, date night was always cheap. I also dated a girl that worked at the movie theater. That didn't end well. <laughs> Story for another time, right? But, yeah, never date your coworker. It's just a bad idea, guys. It's just It just makes it so awkward. It was a, oh, what a, what a rough time. But also, it was a lot of fun. And, okay, so let's dive into the work of a movie theater. So in our movie theater, I don't know how it works here, but in the U.S., uh, I think the job descriptions are similar. So there were four positions, okay, four positions, doggy style, no, uh, four positions were um, ushering, which is either cleaning the theaters or taking tickets and directing the guests. That's called ushering. Concessions, which is where you sell popcorn and, and hot dogs and soda for like $300 because it's so expensive. Oh, my God. Uh, box office is the third one. So box office are the people who sell the tickets to the customers. And then the fourth one is uh, projections. So what we used to do when I first started, we were in the phase of phasing out, digi- uh, phasing out film and switching to digital. So I was actually there in March of 2010. I got trained a little bit later that like doing the reel so like like uh using you know putting the film reel into the projector but then maybe a month or two after i learned how to do that they shifted everything to digital so now it's just really the push of a button so there is that we would just watch it we had to manually start the movies at one point for whatever reason and then it became automated so after that we we kind of just uh we stopped doing projections as a job description by the way in the projections booth there's nobody up there. It's kind of creepy. 
uh you can bring people <laughs> bring girls up there now uh it's also it was it was just like it felt so pointless because you were just going from one projector to another just pressing play and then waiting for the next one so there was that um ano pa ba? so those were the four job descriptions what else do you you know i don't i'm trying to think of what else i know you guys want to hear some funky stories right some funky stories so i've shared this on hala hala but um have you ever caught anyone having sex at a movie theater? Yes, I have. A few times, especially in projections, because you can see through this little, uh, you know, the hole where the, 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 the projection comes out of, you can see out of it. So you look down, and usually there's always a, a, a what do you call that? A block, but, uh, no, a box office bomb. So a movie that just did not perform well. Nobody's going to see it. And usually kids, not kids, but you know, you know, young horny teenagers will buy tickets to that and go make out and stuff in the back for whatever reason. I've also found condoms there. Uh, oh, by the way, when you think of when you think of underneath the seats, dude, you find so much shit over there. iPhones, you found car keys, always car keys. Uh, there's a lot of loose change. I had a manager once. I'm not. His name was. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you his name just in case he gets in trouble. But I had a manager once, and he was every theater because when he was uh, leading the ushering team, he would bring a flashlight and look for coins underneath. And you know what? After a busy Saturday, he made like twenty five bucks. That's a thousand plus pesos in coins. So many people uh, did that. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like telling you about the job description would be kind of boring. So I'm trying to tell you the cool shit that I did back in the day. Um, there was, oh, 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 uh, speaking of, of kind of money, I, I had a little side hustle because I was living with some roommates. Actually, George was one of my roommates. George, the guy I got hired with. And then uh, another coworker named Alex and his girlfriend, Shireen, who was actually our coworker too. So we all, all four of us worked at a theater. We all lived in one place. And, our rent was pretty pricey, so I had to find other sidelines because, you know, at this time, I was not a radio personality. I didn't have a racket. I wasn't a host. I was just a movie theater employee. And there in the U.S., if you bring those uh, plastic bottles, I mean, pet bottles, P-E-T, like, you know, the ones you can buy for Coke or, or Sprite, you know, the, the bottles, the bottles. If you take those, you can go to a recycling place and get money back for it. Some people weigh it. Some uh, some recycling places weigh it. Some people do it by the bottle. So for me, the the small bottles were five cents, and the bigger ones were like ten. And a lot of people would bring their own drinks, which you're not really allowed to do. But we also sold bottled water. And I would find every weekend I had a because uh, I had a BlackBerry at the time, a BlackBerry phone, and I had a whole list of how many bottles I would get every weekend. Every week, I would collect these dirty bottles, put them in the, my trunk of my car. My car was always smelly. And I would make 25 to $35 a week just doing that on a weekend. Huh? That's just a weekend. It was pretty nuts, dude. Like, we, I, I was able to buy, buy stuff because of it. So that was, a, that was a unique time in my life where I was... I, I literally felt like a like a garbage dude, like a garbage man. Nothing wrong with garbage men. I'm just saying that's what that's what I was doing to make money on the top of working at the movie theater. I was also getting bottles to help pay for my other stuff like food and going out if I wanted to go out. Yeah.
So that was that. Uh, the relationships at the theater, I mean, relationships meaning like, you know, platonic, were the, the bond is, is amazing. Um, out of all the jobs that I've ever worked, even this radio job where, you know, I love all my co-DJs, but the movie theater really cements the, the camaraderie, man. As in, there was no tighter bond of co-workers than I ever had than at the movie theater. And I shared this on Hala Hala before, but it's because you kind of face the same struggle together. You all hate that certain manager that is kind of an asshole. And you all like the managers that are nice to you. You hate the customers that are dicks for leaving their popcorn trays on the on the floor, uh, spilling soda. You know, you, you kind of have this connection because you just are mad at the customers. And you all most likely love movies. Or free movies, at least. Yeah, every coworker I had, I mean, I guess barring a few, but every one of them would watch free movies. That was, I mean, they loved movies. So that was really awesome. I still am pretty close friends with my homies from the theater. A lot of them actually, we invite. Uh, so it was me and George, and then George had some two friends named Mike, Michael and Sean. And a few years later, I was like, "Yo, guys, why don't you work at the movie theater?" And guess what? They ended up working there, and then we became close friends again, closer friends. So if you ever, if you're in the States, because here it's, I think it's a different story here. I don't even know how it works here. I, I'm pretty sure it's a totally different system. So I don't know about here. But if you are happy to listen to this and you live in the U.S. and you are of working age and you don't have a job yet, please apply to movie theater. Not right now, obviously, because there's no, there's no movie theaters open. But once Corona is stops being a little bitch, just do it. It's so fun, man. It's really, it's like, it's so fun. It's so fun. So yeah, uh, that's working in the theater. Any other cool experiences, JC, that you want to talk about in the theater? We would get uh, free screenings uh, of, uh, like early screenings rather, of, of movies that are not out to the public yet. For example, the most memorable one for me was we got to watch Avengers, the very first Avengers movie, uh, I think two days before it was released to the public. And oh my god, that was amazing. And usually we would watch it at like, 12 midnight or 1 a.m. with the all the all the theater staff would go so we'd have our own personal theater and it was awesome it was awesome like you get to watch it and then you get you can't talk about it obviously on social media but fuck dude it was just an avengers was the one that that really sold it for me uh that was such a good movie and it just felt like damn i can't believe we watched that you know, we we got a lot of those. Uh, we, you know, Twilight, I think, was one that they showed us. Uh, Harry Potter. The worst... Okay, you know, it's funny Funny enough. The, the dirtiest theater I ever had to clean, and I remember this specifically, was Karate Kid. I remember every fucking row had cups and popcorn. Oh, my God. But it was usually the kids' movies that are the worst. And I don't know why, because their parents don't tell the kids to bring their shit out. Or the parents should bring their stuff out, right? So there's nothing wrong with accidentally dropping popcorn on the floor. That's normal. What's not normal is leaving your popcorn bucket on the fucking floor. Why would you do that? Are you a... a I don't know, man. Even here, here. Here, okay, here's some advice for anyone out there. If you don't want to be an asshole to the movie theater staff, just take your shit out of the theater. There's trash cans outside. Don't leave that shit there. And I know people are going to be like, oh, but that's your job. I know it's my job, bro. But make my job a little easier. There's still popcorn I have to sweep. There's still spills I have to clean. 
please don't don't do that, man. All right. Um, <laughs> what else do you want to know about the movie theater? I mean, you didn't really ask me to go into specifics, but how long did I work there? I worked there for five years, from 2010 to 2015, before I moved out here. So actually, but during the tail end, I guess from 2014 to 2015, I was only working. Uh, maybe uh, one shift a week because I was working another job at a law firm at the front desk of a law firm. It paid more, but it was boring as fuck. So I did that. And um, one or two, you know, Daniel's asking for one or two episodes for each hat you wore at the cinema. Mm, I don't know if there's anything else. I need, I guess I, I would need more uh, details if you want me to delve right into it. But I'm, I'm just giving you a general overview of working at a movie theater over there. Uh, there's an, so the, the company I worked for was Regal, Edwards Mir Mesa, but it was owned by Regal, Regal Cinemas, which is not, is separate from the Regal Cinemas that you know here. Uh, and then the other company is, uh, is called AMC, AMC, which you've probably heard of as well. I think they own the, the TV channel as well. I don't know though. So the AMC and Regal, those were like the two big companies there. There's also like Draft House Alamo, which, which we didn't have there in the US. And there's also like Arclight, which is a, premium theater which is i guess like the director's club blah blah blah. we had an imax theater at our theater at edwards but it wasn't really the full imax it wasn't that big it was i guess like a little bigger the sound was nice but the it wasn't that great we also had something called rpx which was the regal premium experience which is a little bit of an upgrade from the regular but supposedly lesser quality than imax i really preferred the rpx though what else can I share about that? Oh, oh, 3D, by the way. 3D movies are the fucking worst. I will tell you right now. They are the worst. I've hated 3D movies even before. But once you work at a movie theater, you're going to realize you hate 3D movie theater. You hate 3D uh, movies. Why? Because that's the most common movie that people will throw up in. Like, we've had people throw up because they were watching 3D and they couldn't handle it. And B, so many complaints so many complaints from uh, from customers saying, this shit isn't 3D. My glasses aren't working. You know, I guess I don't know what they expected. They wanted to pop out, like pop out in your face. Sometimes what people don't understand about 3D, at least in this te- technology we had at that time, was that it's not going to pop out in your face. It's just kind of kind of it's kind of like it's floating off the screen. So it's, it's not something like 4D experience. So I hated 3D movies because of that. But also, I don't like watching it personally because that shit is ass. It's so... It just hurts my eyes. It hurts my head. I hate 3D movies. Please don't make... I don't know why people want that to be a thing. Just watch it in 2D, bro. What does it matter? Uh, anyway, what else did I want to say? 3D movies. Is there anything else? I had something I was going to actually... I had a. I was going to go off on a tangent, but I decided to keep telling my story because I would have forgot... Fuck, now I forgot the other thing I was going to say. Hmm. <sighs> oh, because of uh, because of the theater, because of the free movies, I actually watched the movies that I typically would not watch or I wouldn't pay for and ended up liking a, a lot of movies or ending up ended up appreciating a lot of movies that, you know, I probably would have never watched had I had I had to pay uh, an example that comes to mind, which if uh, which I highly recommend if you haven't seen it yet, is called Midnight in Paris, starring Owen Wilson. It's such a good movie. It's like a lighthearted comedy about this guy uh, played by Owen Wilson, who comes who who's in Paris with his wife, uh, and then he every night he gets to travel back in time to like a different time in Paris, 
at midnight. Oh, there we go. Yeah, the Midnight in Paris. It's it's a good movie. It's directed by Woody Allen. I don't know if he's still like a sexual offender, but since he's not in front of the cam, I guess you could stomach it. It's it's a good it's a good movie. It's a good movie, man. So yeah, if you have any more specific questions about the movie theater life in the U.S., I'd be happy to answer it. But that was my time at the movie theater. You know, I watched I don't know how many movies I watched. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. Oh, you want one more story? You want one more story about the movie theater? So uh, I got hit on by a mid-40s lady who was kind of drunk. You know why? Because they were watching Sex and the City, I think, 2. Sex and the City 2 came out while I was working there. And the ladies would come in and sneak in bottles of wine and drink that shit while watching Sex and the City saying, Ooh, girl, that girl carries my bitch. You know? And I remember this, this, I would say she was a fairly attracted lady. And she came up to me and uh, she's like, you know, hey, you're kind of cute. And I said, oh, thank you. You're cute too. <laughs> so I got her number. Uh, but then I tried to text her and then I tried to call her the next day. <laughs> and she never replied. I guess maybe I got the wrong number or she kind of regretted it and said, oh, I was just drunk. So yeah, there was that. That that was a fun story. Anything else, man? Is there anything else? I can't think of any. But yeah, that's my time at the movie theater. I highly recommend it. It's one of the best experiences of my life. If I could go back and just work there for like a month, I probably would. I mean, you know, assuming there's no coronavirus. Shit was so fun. It was so fun. Favorite job. One of my favorite jobs ever. Next to radio, of course. But it was great. It was great. So yeah, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel has a, has a lot of suggestions that actually... Uh, for me, so I'm gonna save those. Uh, ibabaon ko na lang, ibabaon ko na lang. Ibang ibang topics niyo. Uh, I'll answer this. So at least I have content. So nice, thank you, Daniel. If you guys have any suggestions, guys or girls out there who are listening, please, please do hit me up. All right, I told you, I told you. None of you listen. None of you, none of you listen to me. I ask you for suggestions. I ask you to say hello to me on Instagram on the podcast, and no one messages. Daniel's like the first one. Okay, now nah, he's not the first one, but you know he actually. Gave me some insights on the podcast. He actually told me about, you know, her, his thoughts on it, his suggestions. And I'm open to that stuff because I told you I have nothing going on in my life right now. I would really appreciate hearing your thoughts and what you want to hear from me. And he says that he's the kind of fan who would listen no matter what, even if I ramble. So thank you. Uh, thank you for giving me some direction today, brother. All right. Okay, um, so here are a couple of topic suggestions he gave me, which I, I'll probably do next week or, yeah, probably next week. So let's see. He says, best relationship ever. Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, he also says, best experiences doing TV commercials. Ooh, that's a good one too. Uh, or my journey from the USA to here in the Philippines. Have uh, Just let me know. I'll probably do those in the future. So if that's something you're interested in, just stay, follow this podcast. And tell your friends about this. I I don't know. It's it's kind of hard. How do you even tell your friend about this podcast? Hey man, there's this podcast that you should listen to. What's it about? Uh, it's about uh, this guy named JC, and he just talks about his life. Who the hell is JC? Oh, he's this uh, he's this guy. He does radio, but I don't know him. Why do I care? Um, and that's where you stop because you have no idea how to pitch this podcast. Neither do I. I really don't know. I. I I don't know why. I, I mean, unless you know who I am, it makes it kind of weird. Like, why would I listen to this person? But I guess, I don't know. I don't know how you would pitch me. How would you pitch me? Let me know. Because I don't even know how to pitch me. 
like going into a meeting, if I was going to go into a meeting selling my podcast, I'd be like, so why should they listen to you? And I'd say, because, bro, I talk about masturbation and people eat that shit up, literally. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, that's done. Wow, four, almost 35, oh, 35 minutes, give or take. Nice. I finally was able to talk for a while about something because you gave me a topic. And I can do that. You know, I, I feel like I can talk a lot about anything, but I just need to know what to talk about. Because if I'm just going at it willy-nilly, no idea. No idea. Is there anything else that I want to share with you? Uh, you know, my boy, my boy, uh, Gab. My boy, Gab Loste, who you should follow, by the way, on Instagram. Gab Politely. He, he listens to this podcast. I don't know if he listens every day or all the time, but... Just in case you're listening, Gab, you are so fucking batak now. I'm so jealous. Holy shit. He's so ripped. What the fuck? And you don't, I don't know why you don't post your pictures on public. I don't know why you're only sharing it to your close. Dude, if I had your body, I would be taking shirtless selfies and just spamming it into the world. Because, dude, you earned that shit, all right? Okay, that's it for the podcast. I'll check you all uh, next week. Please listen to Hala Hala Show Mix number 75 or the other mixes if you haven't. Please message me on the podcast Instagram, Tevez of the Best. And have a great weekend. Don't overeat like I did. And I'll catch you all. Say it with me. Later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 